0: Wow, we are in unchartered territory, and I just don't think the uh, the new intro song I put together for this is even necessary for this morning. So, welcome everybody to Newsbreak. I'm Matt Breaker, and uh, whew, there's no shortage of news right now. And uh, before I go, th- even attempt to go through all of this, um, I just first want to send a thank you and a, and a shout out to all the people right now on the front lines all across this country from... Uh, you know, EMTs, doctors, nurses, medical workers, cops, firefighters, people in the grocery stores know, just people who are just out there all about it. I don't, don't want to single people out or leave people out. But, uh, you know, this is this is just completely uh, unprecedented times we're in. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to make sure that we, you know, the people who are on the front lines are getting the thanks and respect they deserve and also the care they deserve because, you know, we, we will need those people on the front lines and, and backups, and we're going to need everybody pulling in the same direction. So first want to say thank you to everybody out there being you know, just selfless and, and putting themselves really right on the front lines. And I've spoken to a number of people doing exactly that doctors and down the line. And, uh, you know, I, wow well, it's uh, very selfless work and especially when, we are you know essentially in a wartime situation in this country but battling a virus so it is the 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 real enemy in this case that we are up against is invisible and you know it's just this is really unlike a situation that we've dealt with in in some time in this country and um you know and and also i just want to simply just say to, to people who listening, just people out there who are scared and anxious and, and afraid, you know, just I hope everybody's doing okay. Hanging in there and, uh, just trying to relax, not panic. I know it's easier said than done right now, but, uh, it's really the most paramount thing because this is, uh, you know, this again, this isn't, this is unlike anything that we have come across and I'm not trying to overdo the, the drama and the hype here, but, uh, you know, and, and let me just say this: I've covered breaking news for most of my adult life, and uh, this is uh, th- this is unlike anything I've seen. So, you know, I, I was really—I mean, I was going to record this yesterday, and I just took a step back because I really wanted to try to understand the scope and really do my best to just break out where we are right now. And you know, look—I mean. Every facet of life is affected. From people uh, even going to work in some cases, schools shut down, NCAA March Madness shut down, baseball shut down. I mean, this doesn't happen like this. Uh, I mean, especially again for, for against the virus that is kind con- of is still happening and, and very much the situation developing. So it's like the feeling I've had is uh, bracing myself for a tidal wave coming. And that's the best way I can describe it, especially I've been watching as this went from China through the Middle East, uh, and it continues to do so. Um, then obviously Italy, which I'm sure people have read about, really, really tough situation there, and all the way through Western Europe, So, it, it, it and again, and now into the United States. So it's just, it's been exponentially increasing day by day, and it's like this Kind of overwhelming feeling of like you know like like the ship's taken on water and uh we uh about to be inundated so uh you know the the i as i've tried to break this down the first really major important points are those two things i think just that you know let's consistently check in on our you know upheaval people our workers on the front line and and just in all facets of this because there are a lot of different layers to this so You know, again, we need to take care of, watch, respect, thank those people and make sure that they don't burn themselves out because this is going to be a marathon. That's the, the, you know, that's a major part of this is that this is not like, you know, we're so accustomed to thinking of this stuff like storms. And this is not that. This is not a one day thing. Okay, clear the roads and we're back at it. This is not that. So, uh, you know, this as much as we need to come together and you know band, band our, our resources our collective efforts together it's also a, it's a marathon so you know we, we need to be careful of being patient not burning out uh, as as we go through this because this is going to be in a grind and it's just going it's going to take on different shapes different days and we need to all just just you know be heightened alert yeah you know be at a heightened alert but also not to a point where we are it's detrimental so, you know, like I said, those, those workers on the front lines, you know, that's we're, we're going to constantly be checking in on them. And, and I, I have a good group that I, that I keep in uh, contact with that do different jobs, you know, across you know the, this whole issue right now. And, uh, you know, I am I will consistently check in with them to just see what's going on, what messages to pass on and, and do whatever I can just to at least communicate what is happening there. So, um, and, you know, and, and just... Just normal, everyday citizens who maybe aren't you know in these essential jobs for this for, you know for, for this really you know pretty mighty foe we're against right now um, you know but everybody needs we need our normal citizens to also be you know mentally focused and sharp and because everybody's in this together again that's the other part of this with a weather situation or maybe some kind of conflict it might just be exclusive to that area and and that's just not what this is right now. And, uh, I just, that's another, you know, psychological part that I don't think is fully sunk in yet that, you know, we need to socially distance ourselves and it's very tricky in our society basically goes against everything we know about our way of life. But, uh, you know, and, and you could be a person who's not showing symptoms and, and, you know, asymptomatic and, and, you can pass it on to other people, so it, and especially the older population and the vulnerable. But you know, I also don't want people to get lulled to sleep with that part, saying, you know, oh, I'm young and I'm healthy, I'm good, I'm not showing any symptoms. You know, yeah, but you know, sometimes those symptoms take a few days. You know, this we're, the other part too is that doctors and, and medical experts are still learning about this uh, coronavirus most daily, as you know, as we unfortunately have patients here in the United States, we're learning more and more each time. So it's just essential that everybody, everybody act as if they have it and anybody they would come into contact with that they're not already with or quarantined with, assume that they have it too. And we just need to distance ourselves for, 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 you know, and follow these, you know, the the advice from these experts, because look, I, I, as I've said, I've dealt with breaking news my entire life. (laughs) And uh, it, I've dealt with government officials in big spots, you know, and, and uh, Hurricane Sandy was, you know, one of my of the life-changing moments for me professionally, but also personally. Because, I mean, it just it, – it, it encompassed every part of life. I, I watched, you know, tragedy and pain also turn into a great community effort and you just watch this kind of roller coaster and, and I was very much in the middle of that uh, covering it and taught me a lot of lessons. But, you know, this – it's, this is just like this is just different. And uh, like, you know, a hurricane you, you can get yourself prepped and you go through that that storm and then you, you assess the damage. This is like this just kinda ongoing, progressively, you know, developing in a bad way it's just like an issue. And it's just it it really ratchets up anxiety for people. So, you know, people who are and, and Look, that part alone, just the illness part and not spreading it to other people, that's stressful enough, let alone, you know, if, if you're out of work, if if your kids are home from school, if you know, just your leisure activities. Are canceled. I mean, look, everything in virtually every part of life is affected. And um, I've really, I've never seen anything like this. So we just, we need to really watch over each other, talk to each other, communicate. This is a time where social media, as toxic as it can be, can really be instrumental in in saving lives and keeping people safe because uh you know you, it gives a chance without having to go physically visit people that again we're being asked to socially distance which you know, as I was going to say with, with the hurricane officials do not do this stuff you don't just shut down your local state economies and have travel bans through areas you know from from Europe and you just these uh we got hit with so much so quickly I don't think everybody is fully processed what you know just what exactly we're in the midst of here so uh let's just get everybody on the same page because this is and and, and like I understand that Ray was home and, and it, it almost felt you know with the weather being nice it felt almost like a, a random snow day or whatever but without weather being bad. So it's just, it's this real psychological trip. I think everybody's on right now, but uh, you know, I, I just, I, I hope that everybody really is following the advice of, of medical experts and, and, and officials. And I'm not saying it to be, you know, Mr. Kind of goody two shoes here. Like, Oh, follow all the rules and make you know, but you know, look, I, I wouldn't be the person saying like, Oh yeah, stay home from the bar and, you know, please stay away from each other. If I didn't truly, Believe that this was critical. So uh, this is a time where I'm going to say, you know, don't, uh, don't, j- j- just don't try to go against the flow here. It, this is it, it, just like as when you know roads are closed and their schools closed for you know a storm. It's officials trying to protect people from themselves, make sure they are not driving on icy roads and you know increasing the chances of crashing and, and hurting themselves or you know having kids hurt, etc. So this is uh you know this is a time where we just we we all need to 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 follow what's going on um you know and the other part i was saying too and i understand i'm jumping around here but look i I was gonna i did my best to try to frame it out i I don't script my podcasts ever but with no guest and just kind of riffing here i I just wanted to i actually like feeling what i feel in the moment you know when, when i if i listen back to it and Getting that 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 emotion because you know so I'm I'm I literally have three pages of notes here, all tidbits which is crazy. I mean, this is just so many directions, and <laughs> I I could literally just probably talk for three hours. So I won't do that on this one. I promise you. But uh, you know, the, the another thing I'd heard is that you know people are getting lulled, especially I'm 36. People in my age group, younger, thinking like, oh, we're, I'm good. I don't have it. You know, I don't feel sick or anything like that. And that's what I was saying about just being careful with with spreading it in those scenarios, um, and also too though you know like symptoms don't show up for a while, and and I've spoken to doctors who have said you know there are, there are patients in their thirties and younger, so this affects everybody differently, and you know and and we hear you know okay it's elderly and people with vulnerable you know conditions or pre existing conditions, but you know that can mean a lot of different things. There's not like this perfectly neat box one way or the other. Like oh you have the you know, a ton of Americans, a huge percentage have, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe not even a pre-existing condition, but maybe not the healthiest heart, or maybe they smoke. Or, you know, there's just different things, so th- that it's not always like a neat box, like oh, I have a pre-existing condition, I don't, so I'm okay. Like just assume, like just based on everything I have read from health experts, and I'm not that, but I also have spoken to a bunch and and read and followed and listened, watched everything they've said. And I'll just say this, just assume you may have it or carrying it or that somebody else that you haven't been in contact with may have, you know, have it and limit that physical contact and interaction. And, you know, cause you don't know how it's going to interact with you and, and vice versa. And it's just, then every person this thing spreads to, then you then have to kind of track down, all right, who did this person talk to? It, it gets to a point, so she has this spreads out over more and more days of, of, of you know, you, we're burning resources. And and that's really, you know, the, one of the, I mean, it is the most important part. You know, after, after the people part where we want to make sure that our frontline workers, just citizens in general, especially the vulnerable and, and the elderly are all you know we all communicate with each other but you know then it becomes an issue of resources and equipment and uh, that has really been ratcheted up uh, over these last kind of 48 hours and uh, I mean based on everything i see i mean still testing is the number one part of this because it, because this can be an invisible virus in so many people and kind of just lay and wait for you to transfer to somebody else uh, it's uh, it, the more testing we do, the more we can try to narrow that field down of, of where it's spreading and, and get a get a hold on this. But as I mean, that's kind of the, the initial stumble we've had out of the gate. And this is look, I'm not going to make this a political thing because that just does not work in these scenarios. But we need testing. We need more of it. We needed it yesterday. So as testing comes out, uh, you know, we're it's vital because we we need it for just to, to be able to, to stop the, the you know, stem the tide of this thing. And, um, and in that same vein though, it's also going to require masks and, and ventilators and respirators and just different equipment that, uh, you know, is, comes in, in, into play with this. It's a respiratory illness and uh, these are very real situations. And, you know, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, we were, between the, some of the delays and then just Americans taking a minute. And then this is not me being critical. It's just I, this was so much at once. And I, I, I just – people didn't – I feel like people didn't know what to take seriously, what not to. So I I feel like the last two two days people are gotten into gear now and uh, especially now you got two days of school out of the way. This will be day three uh, in most cases, not every single one, but – uh, I, th- I feel like you know people are really having to create a whole new routine. So, you know, as as tough as this is, because again, it's it's just tricky that we're starting to see the surge in some of the hospitals in the area, and and I feel in based on everything I've heard, read, <laughs> been told, that is going to increase, especially with more testing and just as the, the numbers are going to go up. Uh, you know, look, the beyond anything else, just look at it this way. Companies and organizations are not canceling events, the the size and scale of March Madness, unless this is a legit public health concern. They're just not doing it. So the fact that this has happened all so swiftly and, you know, we are down now here in New Jersey to, uh, you know, not a, not a full-blown curfew, but like it, it's kind of guidelines of getting indoors by, you know, uh, what is it, eight o'clock now? Uh No bars open, restaurants are are just takeout delivery now. And it's just, we are, things are ratcheted down. And uh, that's, unfortunately, that's going to continue as we go through this. And as more uh, cases come out and more resources are needed, we just, the, it's this, I mean, there's just a lot of things colliding here, you know, just treating these cases while also still being able to treat people for other illnesses they have that aren't this, or people who il- those illnesses now are becoming intensified because the, they, trans- in, they they came in contact with this. I mean, there's just so many different facets to this. So, look, this is a time where this is uh, this is bigger than anybody else, it's bigger than any one of us. So we need to approach it as such and just t- take it where you follow and and. Look at it this way. If at the end of this, and hopefully it is not a long, long process, but it's just... It's very tough to see any other way around that. And I'm sorry to sound like Debbie Downer and bear, bearer of bad news here, but we need to really you know, focus our minds and, and get ourselves prepared for the fact that things are going to be uncomfortable and different for, for, for quite a bit. So, you know, we just... Let's follow everything that our our leaders and public health experts are, are telling us because uh, they are saying it for a reason. You know, they, uh, again, as somebody who's covered this stuff for a while, they don't sound the alarms and basically just pause life and economic activity. Again, without a hurricane bearing down or a major storm coming through, they don't do that for, for you know, just for the hell of it. So this is real. And uh, unfortunately, we're going to see cases tick up just consistently, um, you know, over the next probably days, weeks, and, and you know, hopefully we, we we can limit that as, as quick as possible. So, um, you know, just the, the things I'm going to... The, the main part to, to, you know, just all this is that it just everybody has to just get their mind in place to where just we we have to all be selfless. And and I know people are selfless all the time, but also people aren't every second of the day. And that's fine. And nobody's saying you have to be selfless 24-7. But in this case, being able to kind of care for the person next to you and the neighbor next to you and, and the family member, it, I mean, it's and efficiently and safely is going, you know, we all just need to be deliberate with our movements and, and how we go about this. And just really be in it together. We, we need to, the, the the finger pointing, political stuff just needs to stop. There are times where, the, again, things are bigger than that, and, and this is one of those moments. And I, I just look, and this country has always risen in times of crisis and with our backs against the wall. And you know, it's it's often those things that can get us through these the tough times, especially you know in my life. Like I said, I'm 36. And the the landmark events in my life are moments uh just you know that were shared unfortunately, and you know in, in negative cases here by just you know different uh you know by everybody around me or, or a region around me we're 911 which is still felt to this day here um, and uh, Hurricane Sandy which I covered. Actually, you know, nine eleven. I was, that was my first day of college class was nine eleven, and I did college radio at Ryder where we, we covered that or we not covered it, but we, it was going on and with you know, just all the different things and Bin Laden and all those things. So, you know, that I, I have the tape still of covering that and what a crazy anxious time that was. Cause again, I just moved on to college campus and it was just a, or did literally no break and just uh, just right into that chaos. But you, you know, I it just it brought everybody together. You know, even in that time of fear and and, and real anxiety, uh, it, we were. It was a you know just a collective community effort to to get each other through that that tough time. Uh, Superstorm Sandy, Hurricane Sandy, whatever you want to call. It. I, mean, I covered that extensively. I was very involved in reporting on that, and it was right you know, my backyard essentially where I grew up. So uh, that again, where it was the horrible, just hundred year kind of storm and you know, people's lives ruined and, and just a really difficult time. But in the aftermath of that, people came together and it was, that's, you know, it got us through that. And um, this, this is like that. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, another major event, and this is not, This was more of a slow developing event. What was the housing crisis of 08, 09 and all that time period. And I worked with my father then. My father uh, built modular homes and we got here right in the middle of that, which was another difficult time. So, yeah, I've been trying to think about this current coronavirus, uh, I mean, uh, situation. I I don't don't even know the best way to talk about it. The situation, the issue. I mean, I I look at it as just, you know, a nightmare pretty much. Uh, because I've just been trying to figure out the best way to convey the scale of this, and I mean all the events I just mentioned—nine eleven, Sandy, the the housing crisis—you know because of the economics that uh, issues that caused. I mean, this is the, the coronavirus uh, pandemic is almost you know all of those real huge events rolled into one, but on steroids. I mean because. You have the, the, the health scare part, and then you have the economic you know, issues it's causing. And I mean, you just have a lot of things on the same track that are just intertwining. You know, it's because everybody has to stay indoors or, you know, at certain times or only for essential reasons. You're basically pausing economic activity. So while you're dealing with the health part, you're dealing with this economic part as well. And, and it's just, it's a lot to manage. So, that's why like we all just need to hit the pause button. I think just the country as a whole has done better. There are still some issues I see on social media where people are, it's almost trying to defy this and prove it's a hoax. Look, it look, this is beyond that. And, and I just beg people and urge them to just, just go with the flow on this one. And, and look, if it, if it ends up being, you know, quote overhyped, which like, you know, I mean, people have already gotten sick and died. So, it's it's a very real and severe thing, and, and not just here around the around the globe. So, um, looking at it as a hoax is just you know we're overhyped. That is just it's not going to happen. But I, I just feel like we should just <laughs> all just chill. Again, we we need to pace ourselves. We are in this together, and and I'm not trying to be dramatic here, but just I, this is serious, and. <laughs> You know, again, I I know the media gets the you know the the label of overhyping things and making things too dramatic and trying to scare everybody into controlling them. I'm not trying to control anybody here, really. I I I just I I understand what's going on here, and I just I've unfortunately read about and and tracked this virus for quite a while now. And you know, I'm not saying I'm an expert on it, but it's 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 deadly. It's lethal, and uh, just. You know, governors and, and, and commissioners and superintendents, they don't make decisions like this and just shut down leagues and schools and down the line here and malls. And I mean, this is legit, everybody. And I think yesterday probably that really hit everybody. Um, again, there are going to be pockets of people in different parts of the uh, of the country that are still being defiant about this. But um, let's uh, let's let's let, let's come together on this. And follow what what the experts are saying and and what our leaders are saying and everybody you know a lot of state leaders are all on the same page and uh, state and and local and, and federal are all getting better in line and and look these when you're dealing with situations of this magnitude I mean you just in addition to the other things I mentioned like tests and equipment and all those kinds of things information. And communication are, are the most important thing, and, and credibility with that. So, and that that requires honesty. You know, you, you, in these in these kind of real fast developing crisis situations, you you need credibility and honesty and transparency, and you need to be able to put forth that information and communicate it clearly to people. And uh, yeah, like I said, the, the the task force the president put together. Look, I, I it, it was thrown together hastily, but they've done a good job. Of, of getting out there and, and Mike Pence has, has you know, done a good job. I always kind of say, you got to play point guard, make sure connect the different departments and people and, you know, get that information flow, make sure, you know, the right people are speaking about the right topic. So Pence has done a good job and, and him and Trump have, have gotten, you know, gotten this thing kind of on track and look, there's going to be pain and, and that, and that's the real tough part of this, that there is going to be pain felt by all of us. We need to do our best to mitigate and limit that pain. And um, that's really where we're at right now. And this is going to be an ongoing fluid uh, situation. And, and and I think that's the real, I've been trying to, I've talked to a lot of people and just tried to get an idea of like what they're most concerned, scared about. Just like, you know, it's, I mean, pretty much the, the number one thing is when are things going to go back to normal? Like how long are we like this? And and again, it's a very tricky thing when you, when you see good weather outside and you maybe feel healthy. You're just wondering, it's like, why am I being almost jailed? <laughs> and it could feel like that. But it, this is, um, I just, I think the, the best way to, to put this is just that it, the sooner we can get this thing under control, the sooner things go back to normal. And and I think anybody that would you know give a timeline on that or, or a you know, real specific length of time... It, is not being honest and uh, couldn't know. So I just just think we need to not even focus on that right now and just focus on the day to day of getting through this as as a whole everybody together not just, you know, oh you survive because look even if you come out unscathed but the people around you maybe sick or, or the hospital around you is overrun so you know everybody needs to think about this as something bigger than themselves and, and this is a scenario and I'm not, this is, it's not a cliche way to or time to, to use that but that's really where we're at and um you know I, i've been encouraged though even though as i look it's kind of, again a few tracks of this while while i am in, in uh while i'm, I'm definitely nervous and, and anxious about the, the numbers rising. And again, as more tests get through here, there's going to be uh, you know, a, a rise in the numbers. And again, the tests were the thing that were, you know, it, it was very slow to get off, off the ground, the, the testing. And it's still not where it needs to be. And that would be my biggest criticism of, of the government response. And uh, But at least it seems like they've, you know, the states have been, uh you know in in more of a concert with federal officials and that's good um i mean they've been in, in, in you know in coordination with them from the start but i f- i feel like the testing is is moving along a little bit better and it seems like they've partnered uh, you know they've done some pri- pu- public and private partnerships to get that off the ground too so w- that's really going to be a big de- determining determining factor of you know where this goes um, over the next little, little bit of time. So, but I just, just want to stretch, you know, st- stress that w- as, as difficult as it may be and as upended as everybody's lives are, just remember that we are literally in this together. It's one of those very rare events where everybody in essentially the world is under some kind of modified rules, lockdowns and, uh, shelter in place look there, there's going to be different labels and names for this but we're all in the same situation all around the world and so it is the thing if you're hunkered down everybody else is too you're not missing anything you're 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 not you're you know everybody else's social lives and even normal lives are going on but yours are yours isn't like that's not what this is so i just i, I beg and urge people to just Please consider that, and I, I really have seen a good uh, good momentum on that front in the last day or so. Uh, where I feel like at first everybody was kind of treating it like, oh, it's a fun kind of spring break-ish snow day. Uh, and I'm not trying to be like Mr. Taskmaster, and you know, get everybody has to listen to me. But I, I really, I mean, as somebody who has knowledge of how these decisions are made by governments and you know, state officials, etc., like uh, they're not making these decisions. Just, just to mess with you, so I just I, I do everything I can to sincerely convey that, like that, we you know we, we just need to pay attention on this front, and just that it'll help. You know I, I've been looking at it too like the, the anything on the front end that maybe feels different, painful, uncomfortable. It, it's that's not a bad thing. It'll help us on the back end of dealing with the real. You know that you've heard the flatten the curve, and that just means we need to spread out the, the, the suffering from this and, and the, the, you know, the, the rate of the infections, not overrun our hospitals, give them the chance to, you know, just absorb all that they're about to get hit with. I mean, already being hit with. So, uh, that's really important. So, uh, I urge everybody to just stay informed, just stay in, in communication with, with, with people. If you feel anything, you know call your doctor and figure out you know the testing has been starting to get set up around the state in, in drive-through uh form so I know the art center has one so i would just recommend different things like that and uh, just take this a day of a time though and 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 one other thing too with uh, the food supply <laughs> issue uh was a little little bumpy start it's not great right now but i feel like you know maybe people stocked up and I, I just, again, it goes back to the don't panic part. Okay, The only, the, the, again, the way you kind of screw the food supply system right now is by overrunning it and, and stressing it to the point of, of you know, the, having it where people who legitimately need stuff can't get it. So just, I know people are worried and scared, but I, I just, you know, I, I beg you and urge you to just please, like, just... Take it, take it calm. And, and that's, you know, don't don't stress the food supply system because that is vital for us right now with so many businesses and different things closed and restaurants in a tricky spot. So, uh, you know, I, I just recommend, you know, getting what you need and trying to support local businesses, maybe for other meals if you can. And I understand people are in a tight spot too with, with money being, that they are able to spend. So look, this is going to hit us on a lot of different fronts. So we need to all be in the same, pull in the same direction, be on the same page, you know, communicate if people or businesses, you know, really are, are in need or can maybe help in a certain way. You know, look, there's been, even in the last 24 hours, I've seen a lot of innovation people having to adjust businesses and, and their livelihoods. And, and it's, you know, that's the part of, I talking about where that part's encouraging, you know, as, as horrible of a situation as this is, and really, you know, has just overrun all of our lives. I mean, seeing that stuff is really what, you know, what can often get you through these, these really, really difficult, almost unexplainable times. So, you know, just beautiful moments can can come out of this, this stuff. So, um, I just, I just want everybody to hang in there and I will do my best to communicate any information I get as, as, as I have it. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're, it's just uh, all look out for each other. And, and this gives us a moment to really come together as a nation under some really uh, tough circumstances. But we, we will all come out of this better people, better citizens, and, and a better country. So, but, you know, the, we're, you know we're, we're about to get hit with a little bit of a, of a tidal wave. And hopefully we can you know, spare ourselves the, the maximum impact of that. But, uh, you know, so just please look out for each other. Look out for the people who are still, you know, having to be on the front lines in different capacities, especially medical workers who are really just getting hit hard. So to keep them in your prayers, keep them in, you know, in your thoughts, keep them, you know, in, in, in your communications and, and reach out to those people and and help them help their families out. You know, this is going to be tricky, so we need to all be in this together and be on the same page. And, uh, I said, I, I'll be back with, uh, podcasts and updates as frequently as possible, uh, over, over this stretch of time. So and I just want to close by saying everybody, let's hang in there. This is an opportunity for us to all come together and show what that American spirit is all about. I'm Matt Breaker. You've been listening to the news break podcast.